Welcome to this new life podcast. It is our desire that you learn all of the benefits of the abundant life that you have in Jesus Christ, so you can live your life to its fullest. Listen and be encouraged. We have our watchword today. You know, watchword is a guiding principle. And the guiding principle that God has given our lead pastors, Pastor Giselle and Mylene, is to arise. Amen? And that foundational verse that we have is Isaiah 60, verse 1, that says, Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. You know, this word is so powerful. This word is so great for us today because God is showing us something. He's telling us to do something. You know, arise is a command. Arise is instruction. Arise is a mandate. Amen. And God has, uh, you know, God has given us the authority. God has given us the ability to declare things over our lives. So I want to encourage you for this year, be intentional. Don't be passive. Don't just let the year go through, uh, pass by you before you know it. It's February, before you know it. It's May, before you know it. It's September, and then it's, it's Christmas again. We say, ano nangyari? What happened? So be intentional. Be, be, don't, uh, be intentional. And, and, you know, you can do that by uh, declaring on a daily basis. You got to declare some things every day on a daily basis. And something like this. Today is the day that the Lord has made. <laughs> and I will rejoice and be glad in it. What are you doing? You're determining what your day is going to be like. You're not just going to allow the day to go by you and say, what happened to this day? And things, uh, circumstances and situations uh, just, just uh, uh, come to you and, you know, you just accept it. You just let it go and say, oh, this, I had a bad day or I, I didn't have a good day. But you know what? God is telling you today, determine what kind of a day you'll have. And you will determine what kind of a year you're going to have. <laughs> and that's why, that's, why he, that's, why, that's why the Lord gives us instructions. And the Lord speaks, uh, you know, for the church, for the leadership. You know, before it used to be Pastor Paul. Pastor Paul was the chief hearer, I, I would like to say. He had to hear from God to be able to declare it towards us, the people, the flock. But uh, since, we've, since we've transitioned, Pastor Josella and Mylene are now the lead pastors of Alabang, of Alabang, of New Life, Maine. Of New Life, Maine. Hallelujah. Since they're now the lead pastors, now God is saying, okay, I got to speak to this couple. I got to speak to them. I got to give them a word because I want to lead new life to great and mighty things. I want to lead new life to greater heights. And the only way you can do that is to give Pastor Giselle and Mylene a word, and Pastor Mylene and, and, and Pastor Giselle are going to be faithful and to deliver that word to us. The flock, the people, the leadership of this church. And so he has declared, arise, shine, for your light has come. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon us. And you know what? No matter what level you're in, you are called to arise. Whether you're in the lowest pit or whether you're somewhere in the middle or even if you're, if you're, if you're already risen up or you're, you're, you're doing well, things are well spiritually, uh, God is still telling you there's still space, there's still room to arise. Amen. Amen. And so for this year, we're called to arise as Pastor Giselle has laid the foundation 
uh, for 2021, we're called to arise to a new level, to a deeper, greater, higher level of intimacy with Jesus. We are called to arise uh, for, a, for a greater understanding of who we are in Christ, our identity in Christ. Number two. And number three, we are called to arise to be able to get a hold of, to receive and to take the inheritance that God has already given us. Are you with me? And that's why today, I want to I wanna continue on this uh, vein or continue on this thread by, te- by, by telling you today that God wants us to arise so that we can have a, a, a greater knowledge, a greater understanding of His will. Amen? God has given us a plan. God has a God of purpose, and He has given all of us a plan, a purpose, and He has a will for you and I. He gave you a, he gave us individual, he has a will for us individually, and he has a will for us corporately as a church. All right? And so I want to, I want to share with you Colossians chapter 1, verse 9 to 12. It starts off with the Apostle Paul saying that he doesn't stop praying. He continuously prays for the Colossian church to be filled, to be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. You need to understand, I'm sure, mo- well, I'm sure most of you understand, that being filled means it's not half, it's not three-fourths, but it's overflowing. <laughs> I, I, if I want to fill my car up with, a, with gas, I'm going to fill it until the gas tank can't hold it anymore. And that's what God saying. I want to fill you with the knowledge of my will in all spiritual, in all wisdom and spiritual understanding because, because I have things for you to do. Because I have a plan for you. Because I've already, I already have a blueprint for your life and you need to understand, you need to know it and you need, it needs to be revealed to you so that you can walk in that plan, walk in that purpose. <laughs> because if you, if you don't know God's will for you, you're going to walk aimlessly through life. Amen? Amen? I mean, uh, I don't know about you. I, I don't, I, that's one thing I hate is going to the mall and window shopping. I go to the mall with a purpose. <laughs> I, like, I, I only go to the mall when I need to go to the mall to shop and to buy something exactly what I need. Because, you know, you're going to go park and you're going to do things. I, I, I want to go, when I go, when I go someplace, I know where I'm going to go. When I know what I'm going to do and I know what I'm going to buy. If I go to the grocery, I have a list. And some people like to go to groceries without a list. And then you end up buying things you don't need. And that's the same thing with the will of God. God says, here's my will. Do this. So you don't have to do the unnecessary things. Because <laughs> he doesn't want us to do unnecessary things. And so if there's one thing we should desire, it's to know the will of God, to be filled with the knowledge of his will, or to put simply, we need to know God, what God wants us to do. You know, Romans 12 verse 2 says, And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of our minds so that you will know the good, so that you will prove the good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. You know, that word prove also means to approve. In other words, when you hear the will of God, when, you, when, when the will of God is, you hear it or you read it in His word, you know, you, you have to agree with it, you have to approve it. 
and you say, okay, Lord, I know this is your good, your, your, uh, your acceptable and perfect will. And the only way we can do that, the only way we can approve of or accept those kind, the, the, the good, acceptable, and perfect will of God is when we have a renewed mind. There's no way you can receive or you can approve of God's will for you without a renewed mind. Amen? And so that requires, that requires a, 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 a renewed mind and we can only be filled with the knowledge of His will, you know, when we go to Him on a regular basis. We go into His presence. We go worship, praise Him. We, we meditate on the Word day and night. Amen? And be, and be doers of the Word. That's the only way we can begin to be filled. I mean, I want my gas tank to be filled. I got to go to the gas station. <laughs> I, don't go to the, I, don't, I don't go to the department store to have my gas filled. Amen? I go to the gas station. I know where I can be filled. So if you want to be filled... If you want to be filled with the a, with a, with a knowledge of His will, then you go to the one who knows your will. You go to the Creator. You go to your Creator. Amen? The one who has a blueprint, the one who has a plan for you, He knows what's good for you. And that's why the, the sooner we get in the same page with God, the better it will be for us. That we'll know exactly what to do in life. We'll know exactly how to handle situations in life. Amen? And that's why... Um, you know, I want, I want to say this to you. I, I believe this was put in my heart by the Holy Ghost. The foundational strength and beauty of our life, okay, the foundational strength and beauty of our life is dependent on our Creator and our decision to follow Him. Because He's, he's got a plan for everybody. The, 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 the criminals, the, the really people who don't know Him, who hate Him, the atheist, or whoever. The, he has a plan for every individual, every human being on this planet. But the only ones who will, who will hear it or will have it, who will have a glimpse of it and actually have something to work with are the people who know him, are the people who are known by his name, the Christians, the believers. We need to believe that he has a plan and a purpose for us and so we can, we can now uh, go to him and receive that plan. Amen? Can you imagine if every believer desired, really wants, wanted, you know, desired and really go after, passionately go after God's plan, God's will for their lives. Can you imagine what kind of, uh, what kind of a church we're going to have? And so that's verse 9. Verse 10 says, he wants you to know the knowledge of you. And then verse 10 says, that you may walk worthy. Amen? That you may walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing him being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. Wow. You get to understand knowing and obeying the will of God causes us to walk worthy of the Lord. Amen. And that causes us to be fruitful in every good work. You need to remember God is after fruit. He's not after good-looking plants. But God wants fruit. He doesn't want designer plants. God wants fruit and He doesn't want good-looking plants. He wants effectivity instead of busyness. Amen. 
He doesn't want us to just be busy. He doesn't want us to be doing so many things. He wants fruit. And that's why he's saying, know my will so that you will bear the fruit that I want you to bear. Because not everybody has the same fruit. And so that's why we can't look at other people and say, why, how come he has that fruit? How come I don't have that fruit? Because God has a different fruit for everybody. God has a different work for everybody. God has a different will, has a different plan and a purpose for everybody. Amen? You can't compare what God is doing in that person's life. Just look at what God is looking, doing in your life. Come on. That's why we get bogged down by comparisons, by envy, because we're looking at what God is doing in other people's lives when really it should just be a source of inspiration and really desire, Lord, I want to be, I want to do your will. Amen? We get to that point where we say, have your way in my life, Lord. Have your way in my life. Do your will. I give, show me your will, and I want, to, I want to do your will. Amen? You know, in John chapter 15, verse 7 to 8, we all know this. This is about Jesus being divine. And then in seven, verse 7, it says, If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire, and it shall be done for you. By this my Father is glorified. Why? Because that you bear much fruit, so you will be my disciples. Hmm. So abiding in Him and allowing His words to abide in us changes the desires of our hearts. Amen. It changes the, 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 the desires of our hearts, and it renews our mind. It washes us by the water with the Word, and we begin to, uh, to realize how our life is being changed, how our life is being transformed. We are now being sanctified. We are now being set apart for what purpose? To do His purpose, not your purpose, not the world's purpose, your, His purpose. He's sanctifying us. He's separating us. He's saying, okay, I want to do this in your life. And so you need to renew your mind. You need to be washed by the water of the Word. You need to, you need to, be, you need to be transformed. I want to mold you and shape you to the purpose with which, with which I made you. So no longer my will, but His. Lord, Holy Spirit, have your way. And you know what's going to happen? You're going to notice drastic changes in your thought life. You're going to notice drastic changes in the way you speak, in the way you do things, in the way, you, the way, you, the, the way your life will be impacted. Amen? You're, gonna, you're not, you're not going to be the same as you were before. And so if you allow the will of God, the, 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 the will of God to, to really take a hold of you and you say, Lord, I want to do your will. I want to do your will. Have your way in my life. Uh, you know what he's going to do? He's going to take you uh, at the point at that. He's going to take you at your word and say, okay, here we go. I'm going to transform you. I'm going to change you. You know, you need to remember, God has already prepared good works for us. Ephesians 2.10. You are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus, and he has already prearranged, prepared good works beforehand so that you can walk in them. You don't have to, uh, you don't have to, uh, think up, conceptualize, or, uh, you know, think of what, how you're going to walk before God uh, or do good works before God. He has already prepared it for you. And that's why if He has already prepared it for you, you, what, you need to, what we need to do is to find out what it is. Amen? So we only have to be submitted and aligned to His will so that we can, uh, which we can find in His Word. 
You want to know God's will? Read the Word. That's where His good, acceptable, and perfect will is in your life. And then as you do that, then you give a venue. You, give a, you allow the Holy Spirit to now speak to you and speak to you about some specific will, the God's specific will in your life that you cannot find in the Word of God. But it begins by knowing the Word of God. It begins by allowing your heart to be open and soft and, and tender to be, to be able to receive, to receive the Word of God. And that what happens is that He, he makes you an obedient, submitted uh, individual. So now, whatever you hear from the Word, whatever you hear from the Holy Spirit, which is aligned with the Word, it can never go against the Word of God, you will, you will believe it. You will do it. You will follow it. Hallelujah. And because He has prepared good works for us, He also anoints us and pours out His grace to strengthen and enable us. Verse 11 says, Strengthened with all might according to His glorious power for all patience and longsuffering with joy. Hallelujah. He strengthens us. He, he gives us grace, the grace enabling power. Philippians 2.13 in the Amplified Version says this, not in your own strength, hallelujah, praise the Lord. <laughs> Not in your own strength, for it is God who is all the while effectually at work in you, energizing and creating in you the power and desire both to will and to work for His good pleasure and satisfaction and delight. Glory to God. God strengthens you, strengthens our walk. He's effectually at work in us, giving us power and desire to will and to work, to will and to work. So you don't have to, you don't have to worry about, uh, about how you're going to do it, how you're going to do that. You just need to just uh, cleave on to the Word of God and really trust in Him. Amen? Even the power and desire comes from Him. That it's no longer our will but His. And so what happens? Because it's His will, He equips us. He anoints us. You know, if you were here last uh, Friday, we had an anointing service. And anointing breaks the yoke of bondage. And that's why anointing is so important. We have to be anointed in everything that we do. Whatever you, whoever you are, you're in business, you're, uh, you're, in the, you're in the entertainment field, you're a politician, whatever field you are, you are in, you need the anointing of God because you're a Christian first before you are an entertainer, a lawyer, a, an architect, a business person, a salesperson. You need to be anointed to be a salesperson. When you're anointed to be a salesperson, then you, when you talk to, you, you know who to talk to because then instead of talking to 10 or 15 people and only getting one sale, you talk to two people and get two sales. That's the anointing. <laughs> Hallelujah. Where did the time go? Okay. There's nothing that pleases God more than when His children are walking according to His will, fully dependent on His guidance, instructions, and directions. You know, Joshua 1, verse 2 to 3 says, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, therefore, arise, go over this Jordan, you and all His people, to the land which I'm giving to them, the children of Israel, every place, every place, not some place, every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given you as I said to Moses. 
Wow. And so God gave Joshua a word. He said, arise for, for a purpose. He said, arise. That's the first instruction. And then the second one was claim and enter into the land he had already given. Let me tell you, church, God has already given you stuff. God has already given you land. God has already given you uh, property or things. Not, and, not, and I'm not just talking uh, naturally. I'm talking spiritually. I'm talking ideas. I'm talking, you know, uh, things that God has for you to do. God has already given it to you. All you have to do now is arise and take a step of faith. <laughs> I don't know what God has spoken to you. Maybe it's a new business. Maybe it's a, a new idea. You know, maybe it's, maybe it's a uh, it's a relationships thing. Whatever God has spoken to you, he, has to, he gives you a rhema word, and you say, okay, Lord, thank you for that word. Don't, don't stop there. Take a step of faith. Move. That's what, they, that's what he told Joshua. He said, I have already given it to you. You just need to take a, take a, take a step. God has prepared great and wonderful things for us, but we must receive the word, and we must choose to arise and to take it. You know, and in verse 7, Joshua 1 verse 7 says, Only be strong and very courageous that you may observe to do according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from the, to the right or to the right hand or to the left that you may prosper wherever you go. Hallelujah. You know, God's will for you, for us, is to prosper. <laughs> To be above and not beneath, to be, the to be the head and not the tail, to be the lender and not the borrower. <laughs> and arise is our marching order from God. It is an authoritative order, an instruction for us to prepare to do His plan and His purpose. That's why our foundational verse, verse uh, Isaiah 61, we are called to arise so that we can shine and be a source of light. Matthew 5.16 tells us, Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Hallelujah. Let me tell you, church, you are called to be a light bearer. <laughs> we are called to carry light. Amen. And darkness cannot withstand light. John 1, John 1 5 says, And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend or overcome it. So we are... To let our light so shine before men. And that happens when they see our good works. And by this, our Father is glorified. Amen? You know, one of the ways to glorify the Father is through our Christian walk, which shows our good works. Amen? You don't do good works, you know, to impress the Father because He has already prepared good works for you to step into. Amen? You know, you, you, you don't do good works to say, oh, look at me. I'm so good. I'm so great. No, no, no. God already told, God's already prepared good works for you. And when you find out what those good works are, you just step out and do it. Amen? That's why we are to walk by faith and not by sight. We are to walk in the Spirit so we will not fulfill the lust of the flesh, you know. And that's why in Ephesians 5, we're called to walk in love, walk in the light, and walk in wisdom. So let me, let me share you in the few minutes that I have uh, on this. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 1 to 2 says, Therefore be imitators of God as dear children and walk in love. 
So Christ also has, as Christ also has loved us and given himself for us, an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling aroma. You know, walking in the agape, God kind of love, you know, is necessary or important for us so that people will know. Amen? Because they will see your walk of love, you're walking in love, and they will know that you are dis the disciples of Jesus uh, because of the way you walk. But what, did, what did the Bible say? They will know you are my disciples indeed because you, because you have love for one another. Amen? You know, that's why the devil wants to uh, 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 put in strife, put in offense in the church because that's common in the world. But in the church, he wants to put in strife, he wants to put in offense, he wants Christians to fight one another, to bite one another, to chismis uh, against one another, to slander people. Why? Because he, because he wants to show the world, look at these Christians, they're just like you. But you know what? We are not like them. We are children of light. We are not mere men and women because we are in Christ. <laughs> That's why we need to walk in love. You know, we can camp out here, we can camp on this for a while, but I'm going to move on. So, walk in love, because walking in love makes us more Christ-like, because God is love. Amen? Ephesians 5, verse 8 to 10 says, For you were once darkness, but now you are light, you are, you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. For the fruit of the Spirit is all goodness, righteousness, and truth, finding out what is acceptable to the Lord. So in darkness, light stands out. There's such a contrast between darkness and light, and it stands out. And you and I are called to stand out in the dark world. Your offices, your schools, your neighbor, wherever you are, God is saying, I've called you to be a light bearer. Now make a difference. Let your light so shine. Amen. Let your light so shine. Hallelujah. There's such a contrast between light and the fruit of the Spirit and the darkness of this world. So what are we talking about? These are inner qualities. Amen. These are inner qualities that, uh, that the Lord wants us to develop, that the Lord is putting inside of us. Okay? Amen. Daryl is here already. He wants me to stop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, I'll, I'm, I'm going to hurry. Um, He's the, he's the omen of the finish. But, uh, <laughs> so finally, Ephesians chapter 5, verse 15 to 21, it says this. See then, so I said, walk in love, walk in the light. Number three, walk in wisdom. See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Therefore, therefore, do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Wow, that's, get a hold of that. Do not be unwise so you will understand the will of the Lord. And do not be drunk with wine in which is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things to God, the Father, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Submitting to one another in the fear of the Lord. You know, God wants us to walk in wisdom so that we can navigate through life skillfully. He's giving you some skills, you know, because the, 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 the world is filled with landmines and traps. 
the devil wants to uh, the devil wants to kill steal and destroy and that's why god wants us to walk in wisdom so that we can avoid those traps we can avoid the 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 the, the landmines that the devil has set up for us you know living life is difficult enough and god wants us to avoid these these traps and these landmines because he wants us to he doesn't want us to have the unnecessary regrets the unnecessary failures the unnecessary hurts and pains that bring that 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 foolishness brings to us he wants us to avoid unnecessary hurts and pains he wants us to be blessed and not be in debt <laughs> for some of you that's a rhema word he wants us healed and not sick he wants us to have wonderful relationships and not to be bitter and offended you know storms and challenges are inevitable in life but let's not make life more difficult by making foolish decisions i'm gonna skip through some of these i'm gonna go to oh here i like this let's put on christ put on the armor of light and we put on jesus you know when you put on Jesus, I'm not walking around like a mere man. <laughs> Amen. Because I'm walking with Him. I've lost my identity as a person. I am now in Christ. I, I want to read this Gal Galatians chapter 2, verse 20 in the Amplified. It says, I have been crucified with Christ. In Him, I have shared His crucifixion. It is no longer I who live, but Christ, the Messiah, lives in me. And the life I now live in the body, I live by faith in by adherence to and reliance on and complete trust in the son of god who loved me and gave himself for me Hallelujah! you know that there's a there's a distilled version they, they call it the distilled version it says i consider myself having died having died and now enjoying a second existence which is simply jesus using my body because we are the temple of the holy spirit we, are, we have been purchased at a price. Amen. You and I are His. We are, he, he's, he's ours and we are His. And that's why, uh, you know, Philippians chapter 2, uh, you know, and, and I'm going to close with this because I, I don't want to uh, keep Daryl there. Philippians chapter 2, let me close with this. Do all things without complaining and disputing that you may become blameless and harmless children of God without fault in the midst of a crooked, perverse generation and among whom you shine as lights in the world. Do you see the awesome responsibility that God has given us? He wants you and I to be the light of this world. No, so that's why I heard somebody talk about, you know, he has a no whining Wednesday. Uh, I want to. I want to. I want to tell you: Don't have a whining. Have a no whining week. And what happens is that you're going to have a no whining month, no whining year. <laughs> In other words, whining and complaining will not be part of your life. Amen. You know, we. we God doesn't want us to keep whining and complaining. And and sometimes you need to hear yourself pray. Maybe your prayer life is kind of whining and complaining to God. But uh, never mind. I'll, I'll don't. I won't go there. And so when you are a, when you are a strife-free zone, in other words, strife cannot affect you. You're offense-free. Amen. You know, I I, I like I like sugar-free cakes and ice cream. 
But you know what I like better? People that are offense-free. <laughs> I, I love it when people are offense-free because I can joke with them, I can talk to them, and, and I know they won't offend them. Because <laughs> I tend to be offensive sometimes. But anyway. Let us be followers. Jesus said, follow. Jesus said, follow me. Then Jesus, John 8, 12 says, Then Jesus spoke to them again, saying, I am the light of the world. He who follows me shall not walk in darkness, but have the light of life. Why am I saying this to you? Why am I sharing this with you? Because our, our walk, our light is our walk. Our light shows the good works. That's why he said, Let, uh, um, um, in Matthew 5, in Matthew, Matthew 5, let me just go back there. It says, we are the light. Let me go there. Matthew 5, 16. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. You see, I want to do good work so people will glorify God, not glorify me. Because sometimes we have a tendency to desire the glorification, to desire the, and that's human nature. We want the praise, we want the uh, accolades, we want the affirmation, and that's, that's normal. But really and truly, we desire to do good works, the works that He has already prepared for us is because God gets all the glory. God gets all the glory. Amen? And so, our walk is very important. That's why God is continuously telling us, continuously reminding us. In Ephesians 5 and 8, it's 5 verse 8 says, For you were once darkness, but now you are the light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. So we shine in our walk. We walk by faith and not by sight. We walk in the Spirit so we will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. We walk in love. We walk in wisdom. And that is seen by how we treat people, how we treat one another, how we treat our spouse, our children, how we treat our co-employees, how we treat our, our staff, how we treat our boss how we treat the guards in the buildings, how we treat the sales clerks, different people that we interact with. How do people see you? What, is, what kind of light are you showing? Hallelujah. And that's why we have that mandate to rise, arise, and shine. Show the good works. Show the fruit of the fruit, uh, the show the show that you have show the fruit of that good works so that God will be glorified, amen. Hallelujah! Let's all stand up. Well, no, what do we do? This we don't, we don't, I don't pray for them first, right? that's okay. That's okay. Stand up. Sorry, I'm not, I haven't done this in a while. <laughs> So I want you to determine today, for 2021, I'm going to arise just as you did right now, but I'm going to, but what am I going to do after I arise? I'm going to show my light. I'm going to walk. I'm going to walk in a way that people will see that light in my life. Heavenly Father, I thank you for every person here today. As they've 
heard your voice as if it heard your word because my what I shared today was your word Lord and I know that people receive this with gladness and I know that they're going to make a determination that they will be intentional with what they're gonna do with this word I thank you father this is they will receive this and they will hold on to it and every day they will say thank you Jesus for the word you have given me today and I thank you Lord that people are rising arising to greater heights arising to wonderful to do to do, to, to do your wonderful will arising to know uh, to know your will to grow in the knowledge of your will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding father I thank you for that in Jesus mighty name and everybody say amen Thank you for joining us today. We believe that God's powerful word can bring a change in your situation and transform your life. So we encourage you to share this message to your family and friends so they too can know of the new life that God has for them. If you prayed to receive Jesus for the first time or was simply blessed by this message, we invite you to connect with us. Follow us on Facebook at newlife.ph, Instagram at newlife underscore ph, and subscribe to our YouTube channel, New Life Media PH. You can also email us at connect at newlife.ph. We will be so glad to hear from you. To support the ministry, please visit newlife.ph slash alabang slash give. Your generosity is greatly appreciated. God bless you.